We now come to the 10th and the 11th Avis Malachis, forbidden primary categories of labor that we can't do on Shabbos. And these last two Avis Malachis primary categories of labor are known as the last of the 11 Sidura de Pas. The first 11 of the 39 forbidden categories are all what goes into the making of baking bread, from the very planting of the seeds, if you remember, and not being able to have picnics on the lawn on Shabbos because the water might get on the grass. All the way now, we spoke about then cutting the, the, the wheat and then grinding it. And now, finally, today we talk about after you've grinded it up and you've sifted it, today the next, the 10th category is halosh. And lush over here does not mean like in English a lush, which, I mean, these days all of us are drinking a little more than usual, but lush means to knead, knead with a K. We're probably also feeling very needy these days. So kneading with a K is what you do when you take flour and you want to make it into dough. So you take the, the ground up flour, which was yesterday's malach of grating, you take the flour, and what is it, how do you knead it, how are you lush? You put water into the flour and you mush it together and that becomes a dough. And so the primary category of labor that's forbidden is kneading and that means essentially the, the geder, the halachic parameter of what that means is taking any solid, any solid flour or it could be cereal or it could be sand or it could be avocado, any solid, which you then mix with liquid and mush it up to the point where it becomes a puree or like a completely like a dough, like a different substance. You take bananas and you mix it with orange juice and you mush it up. It now is a new substance. That is kneading. That is taking solids, mushing it up with a liquid and make it into a dough-like substance. That is the primary forbidden category of labor. So, of course, you cannot prepare any kind of food substance on Shabbos that is made in such a way, which could include jello. If you take the, you know, the powder of jello and you add water to it and you make it into jello, that is kneading. However, let's say when it comes to making tuna fish or making salad, vegetable salad, potato salad, things like that. So similarly, you're taking mayonnaise and you're mushing it up with the tuna fish or the potato salad. That's completely permissible as long as you don't mush it up too much. Remember yesterday, you can't make the pieces of tuna too fine because that's already a problem of tochen, of grating. So you can't mush up the tuna fish. And then when you put in the mayonnaise, you also, you should try not to make it too mushy because as long as there are still pieces or chunks, that's not a dough. When you make tuna fish or egg salad or vegetable salad and you mush it together, you're still going to see the chunks of potato or the chunks of tuna so you've not made it into a dough. When you make jello or you make avocado with mayonnaise, which you make into a mush, you don't see any chunks anymore. That's a dough. Parenthetically, happens to be that egg salad... <clears throat> is very complicated to make on Shabbos because first of all you have to make sure you have the eggs before Shabbos obviously you can't cook eggs on Shabbos and then you have to know how to chop the eggs you can't chop the eggs too fine because then it's a problem of grating so when you have to chop the eggs it can't be like you would chop them during the week you have to chop them not as fine then when you mix in the mayonnaise, there's a whole thing, or the olive oil, whatever. So by a lot of Hasidim in Sanz, the Galicianer Hasidim, there are a lot of Hasidic groups, with Chaim, they say that there was a whole Avoida, there was a whole, when they came home from Shul, Shabbos morning, they would make the Aymet the egg salad with the onions, 
it was a whole special thing that they would do to make sure that they would make it halachically because it's a challenge. The onions have to know how to do it to make sure you don't grind it up too fine. So, and in Judaism, just like with matzah, you could only have matzah with wheat that could become chametz, and you make sure that it doesn't become chametz. In Judaism, it always has to be that we're exposed to this world and remain godly. So it's an Indian to like do it in a way to make the egg salad by these chassidim, but just make sure you do it halachically correct. And finally, we come to the 11th malacha, which is ha'ifa, which is baking, which obviously, on a grander scale, is the primary category of bishel, cooking, because baking is the same as cooking. And of course, there is absolutely no chance I could even begin to give a summary of the laws of cooking on Shabbos. We've had a chance to mention some of them. The laws of cooking on Shabbos are the most important to learn. To be, I can't emphasize this enough. I'm usually a lot more politically correct. But if you want to be a firm Jew, you must learn the laws of cooking on Shabbos. Even if you don't want to be a firm Jew. If you're a Jew, you have to learn the laws of cooking on Shabbos because Hashem wants you to know how you could cook. You can't cook on Shabbos. And yet, we have a mitzvah of onik Shabbos, of having pleasure. We have to have hot food on Shabbos. It's actually just like what I said before about the chametz and they're making the egg salad. It's actually considered heresy. People that the dafka only want to eat cold food on Shabbos, that's a sign of the Sadducees, of the heretics. There's a mitzvah to dafka eat warm food on Shabbos, but to do it correctly. And just for the coming Shabbos, until everyone learns the laws of the Shabbos of Bishel of cooking in depth, I want to say a very quick rule. Very quick rule to know the most general rule possible. Liquids can never be warmed up on Shabbos, period. You cannot ever warm up any liquid on Shabbos or any, any food that has liquid in it. Too much liquid. Like pepper steak with a lot, a lot of juice or something. You cannot ever put, even on a blech, okay, we, you always use a blech, that we've spoken about. You always have to have a blech, a warm plate. You can never put food directly, even on a fire that was lit before Shabbos. There has to be a blech, a warm plate or something. But liquids can never go on that. That's number one. Solid food, as long as it was cooked already before Shabbos, you're not preparing it on Shabbos, you're just warming up something that was fully cooked before Shabbos, you're probably going to be okay. Making food on Shabbos, hot food on Shabbos, is almost impossible to do good. So, but the way to make sure that if you have food that was cooked, prepared for Shabbos, and you're just warming it up on Shabbos, and you make sure it's on a blech, you're pretty much going to be okay. Now again, this is all talking about putting stuff on on Shabbos. In other words, you can't put liquids ever on a blech on Shabbos or solids you could put on a blech if there's not liquid in it, if it was cooked before Shabbos. This is all talking about putting it on on Shabbos. But of course, that's where the minig of Choland comes from. Because of course, you could put, before Shabbos starts on Friday, you could put everything on the fire, and that's why you put on the cholent before Shabbos starts, and that sits on the blech until Shabbos morning, and that's essentially what cholent is, that you're putting food before Shabbos starts for Shabbos morning. That way you never have to, so to speak, put food on the blech on Shabbos, but if you want to, you could reheat on the blech solids, that were cooked before Shabbos. Ashkenazim should put an upside-down frying pan or an upside-down pan in between. But liquids can never be warmed up on Shabbos, and any hot water you want to use has to be from an urn or something that was already cooked again before Shabbos started.